Hallelujah. Amen. That is the highest praise. Amen. And, and, and we got to let it be known that we are on the winning, winning side. When you think about victory, what you, you ought to think about like celebrating. Amen. You ought to think about a joyous time. Amen. A time of rejoicing and being excited because God has given you the victory. Amen. The battles of your life, the things you've been facing, God has given you the victory. And so when you recognize this, you ought to be excited about it. Amen. So let's do this again and let's be louder this time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Sounds good to me. Praise the Lord. We have been preaching a series entitled Kings and Priests. And I'm telling you, there have been some powerful things going forth. This is one of those series where you want to be able to absorb all that you can. You want to get this. Let this revelation come alive in you. Amen. Let this revelation come alive in you and, and take you to the place where God has for you to go. Amen. This is Kings and Priests part five this morning. Through this revelation, and that's exactly what it is. I have to call it a revelation. It's not just a, a sermon series. It's a revelation. Amen. Through this revelation that we're getting, God is bringing this transformation and we're going to go forward and accomplish great things in the earth. Amen. How many believe that? Yes. Let's go ahead and pray and ask for God's help and as we receive all that he has for us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for blessing us today. We thank you for being here with us. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to sit at your feet and to receive fresh rhema from heaven. I bind the work of the devil right now in the name of Jesus, that there be no distractions, but that your word would go forth and accomplish that which you've sent it to. We thank you, Lord, and we surrender to the power of the Holy Ghost now in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Church said amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. So once again, kings and priests, part five. Amen. amen. Look at your name and say, are you ready? Are you ready? No, they weren't ready. So look at them again and say, now get ready. Get ready. Look at them again and say, you got to get ready. <laughs> amen. I mean, you know, we got to be ready to receive this now. Through this revelation, once again, we are being transformed by the renewing of our minds. Now go with me to Romans chapter 12. We're going to start out there this morning as we continue to receive all that God has. Well, I'm telling you, there's some stuff happening. There's some stuff happening in you. There's some stuff happening in me. There's some stuff happening at Word of Life Temecula Valley. Amen. Word of Life Worship Center Temecula Valley. There are great things happening. Because of what God is doing. Romans chapter 12, just looking at verse 2. And the word of God says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Somebody say transformed. transformed. Now, how will you get transformed? He says, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want you to know this morning we must see ourselves the way God sees us. Amen? Amen. We must see ourselves the way God sees us because when you know who you are, now you got to hear me this morning, when you know who you are, not, I'm not talking about when you're thinking about who you possibly could be. Uh, maybe one day you could be this. No, when you know who you are. When you know who you are, it's then and only then that you can do what God has called you to do. Amen. You can do what God has called you to do when you know 
who you are. And we know Proverbs 23, 7, you don't have to turn there, but as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Somebody say, I'm a king. I'm a king. Somebody say, I already know this. Come on now, because I can call you a king. I can speak. Listen, I'm going to speak to the king in you this morning. Amen. We're going to stir up some stuff. But you have got to be convinced. You have got to be transformed in your own mind. You cannot think the way you used to think. You cannot think the way you used to think. You cannot have an outlook that's negative. Amen. You cannot expect to lose or be preparing for failure. You have to be preparing for victory. You have to know how to walk in this thing. You have to know how to live in this thing. And it's, it's this renewing that must take place. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. You've got to think this, church. Amen. You've got to think this about yourself. You have got to see this king in you. Amen. You have got to see it. You have got to take ownership of it. You have got to walk in it. Why? Because we have to in order to get our assignment done to complete this work that God has put before us. Now go to Mark. We've been looking at that. And why do we keep looking at it? Because I don't want you to forget how big this assignment really is. Mark chapter 16. In verse 15. And Jesus said, and go ye all into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And we've been looking at the Amplified and we know that this means to the whole human race. This is a big assignment. We have got to get the good news out to the world. How many know the news reporter can't report anything if he don't know about it? If he don't know it's good himself, he's going to be ineffective in getting the message out. You have to know how good this news really is. How many look at your neighbor and say, it's good news. Now, you have got to know this. I mean, you've got to know that life in Christ is great. You have got to know that this is the best news I've heard. Ain't no news come out that's better than this. And when you understand that, and you can understand that I'm transformed by the power of God. I know who I am. And I'm excited about sharing with the world. Now, I know that this is a big assignment. And God is going to use us all. And we all have our parts to play in this. And we've been learning through this series that God has released these two major anointings. Kings. Come on. It's message five. Message five. Listen, we're going somewhere. Amen. Kings and priests. Now, why? See, I have to clear all these things up. That way you won't be confused by some old uneducated person that you may see on TV. Listen, sometimes, man, you could see some, somebody say some stuff on the Internet. Uh, maybe, maybe you got a topic you want to learn about, and, and, man, you get some old pastor on there that is not telling the truth. Right. Amen. Come on, somebody. Be speaking this doom and gloom, and, and we're not anything, and we're just, you know, we're just thankful to do whatever. No, man, get out of here. I'm turning that off quickly. You can't think like that because... You're a king. If you don't step into this kingly anointing, you can't accomplish. Listen, the great commission will not be fulfilled. It will not be fulfilled. Well, we got to go tell the world. Well, how are we going to do it? We got to use God's plan. We got to use the structure, the order that God has laid out. Kings and priests. We've cleared it up. Amen. I've let you know that the, the priest is 
the office, amen, that you must be, what, what must happen for you to operate in that office? Called. Who's got to call you? Amen. So God has got to call you into this office. Now, we're talking about the corporate church. I don't want you to think, well, because I'm not the priest, I don't have to share the gospel. I don't have to, you know, pray for anybody. I don't have to do any of those things. No, no, no. We're talking about the corporate structure of the church. So that means here I am the priest that's ordained by God, appointed by God, called by God to deliver the word of truth, the instruction into your life. And you are the kings. If you're not called to be on this side, then you're called to be kings in the earth. Now, you can take what you learn out into the battlefield. Now, where's the battlefield? That's the marketplace. That's your job. Amen. That's your, your neighborhood. That's all those things. You take what you learn out there and now you're equipped because you've learned some things. Amen. And now you can start to win out there. You can start to win in that arena. Amen. And what will you do? You will win the spoils. We've been talking about this. The spoils. You're going to bring in wealth. You're going to bring in wealth. You're going to win. You're going to have an anointing on you to bring in wealth. But I want you to understand some just a little footnote I have to make. Don't think that God's not going to use you out there to minister into the lives of people. Oh, don't, let's let's clear that up right now. That's what. You know, pastor said he's the priest and I'm the king. So all I got to do is just go out there and work. That's it. No, you got to work as unto the Lord. But in your so doing, amen, how many know you got a light in you that's going to shine? You got a light in you that's going to shine that is an, in, an irre, uh, irresistible light. Come on, somebody that's going to attract people to you. Come on, somebody, you're going to have to share with them that Jesus lives. You don't have to go out there and preach to them, but you got to walk this thing out. You got to walk it out. So when we're talking about the corporate structure, yeah, we have it set here. There's a priest and I'm going to deliver things. But what I'm giving you, you're going to go out and share with the world. And guess what? What's so powerful about this and what's different between you and the kings of old? We've studied a lot of them in this this series and the kings of old is you have Jesus on the inside of you. The kings of old didn't have Jesus. Come on, oh, come on, somebody. You, listen, Jesus is on the inside of you. Know ye not that you are the temple of the living God. God lives in you. He dwells in you, amen? And guess what? Wherever you go, who's with you? Oh, see, Pastor Troy ain't with you. Come on, somebody, you go home, I'm not there. You go to work, I'm not there. Amen. Some of you might have my phone number, but I'm not there with you. But Jesus is on the inside of you. You have a greater advantage as a king in today's times. Why? Let me let me just help you get this right out at the beginning. You can not only just go out and win the spoils. So what does that mean? I got an anointing of increase on me. I've already, you know what, I've been in these sermons, and so I know God wants me wealthy. I Listen, I ain't going to fight it anymore, okay? I receive it, God. I've, you know what, I've decided to get rid of that old poverty spirit. I mean, no, you can't have a poverty spirit as a king. Uh, you, you cannot get the word out to nations. Come on, somebody. And, and you don't even have enough money to get around the block. Come on, church. 
You can't have enough money to get the go- you can't get the gospel out to nations if you don't even have enough money, you know, to go to the store. Amen. I'm, no, I'm telling you, because why am I saying this? Because you got people out there saying, I don't need anything. I'm OK. I just, you know, I'll just got my little part right here. And that's all I need. You got to open up to God's abundance, Amen. not so that you would be just, you know. Filling your bathtub up with money, amen, because some of you right now, you know, you get so much money, you would just, I got to find somewhere to put it. You'd be just running around your house throwing up money. <laughs> just have, It's raining, amen, glory to God. No, you got to be able to use it for the sake of the gospel. You have to be in a position to where now you, even just by yourself, will have no problem writing a check for several thousand. Oh, come on, church. Come on. We, we got a big assignment. Two anointings, kings and priests. The king's got to go out there and get that provision. The pastor, the man of God, is going to get the vision from God. You guys are going to go out and get the provision. But here's what's important to, for you to note. You're in a better place than the kings of old because you have Jesus on the inside. So now what are you going to do? You're not just going to go out. Listen, you're not just going to go to your job and prosper, which you will at your job. I'm telling you, just keep listening to your priest. You're going to prosper at your job. You're going to be getting promoted. You're going to be making more money. But that's not all you're doing. Uh Next thing you know, you're going to be winning. You have an anointing on you not only to win the spoils, but because of Jesus on the inside of you, you can now also win the souls. Oh, come on, somebody. Now you also win the souls. So now you win the spoils. You bring the spoils. And now you're going to win the souls and bring the souls. And guess what's going to happen to the souls you bring in? They catch revelation, the same revelation you caught. And they go out and they duplicate. And we'll be talking about we got to get us another building. Come on. We'll be talking about we got to get us another building. We've already we've already shifted to where we're doing three services a day. See, come on. See, I need somebody to go with me on this. I, I, listen, I need somebody to go with me and, and say, I'm, you know, I'm willing to get out of my comfort zone. Okay, I'm, I'm willing because some of you, you know, you, you get this attitude. Well, I like a small church because everybody, I know everybody. You need to get this. We need to get this thing going so much that you don't have time to say hello to everyone. Come on. Uh, they were there. But then you see them in two weeks and you say, man, I, I've been meaning to say hi to you, but I couldn't get over there to you. Come on, church. There was too many people. I couldn't get over there to you. Don't don't ever take on the mindset of, uh, you know, I like my little cute church. Come on. That, see, that's why we come with this revelation. Amen. We're not we got to have our minds on the things of God. We need to do this now because you have this anointed on you have Jesus on the inside. Now you're going to make a difference at your job. Amen. You can be at your job walking in increase. Yes. Somebody said, that's me. That's me. Mm. Somebody said, I'm, I'm about to get promoted. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. church. Now I'm trying. Listen, I am the priest in this house. I am anointed and appointed by God to speak life into you. You are the kings and I am come here sent by God to speak life into you and to change your expectation. You ain't going to be going around looking for nobody to give you a handout. 
You're going to walk with increase. You're going to walk with an anointing. You're going to walk with purpose. So much purpose that wealth will be trying to find you. Wealth will be chasing you down. Amen. Come on. Every time you turn around, you're getting hit with not another bill, but another check. Come on, somebody. You need to see this. Man. Lord. Oh. Folks going to the mailbox looking for more bills. Catch this revelation. Lock in a purpose. I'm just trying to mind my business. And boom, there go another check. Well, praise the Lord. There go another check. All right. Glory to God. Amen. Man, I, you know, I need, to, I need to make time. I got to get to the bank. I did. Come on. This thing, this thing is starting to accumulate. And you, now I'm going to tell you something and hear me. We're going we to get into this. Hear me as your man of God. I did not. I, I've said this already. I didn't get on no map. And I said, well, Temecula, that's a nice place. I'd like to start a church over there. I did not do any of this type of stuff. I did not apply for this. I didn't go to my pastor and say, hey, you got any openings out there? Because I feel like, you know, I really like to preach. Amen. I never once said that. This was a calling that I simply answered. Amen. In fact, I'll tell you guys, there was a time where I went to my pastor, me and my wife, and we said, can we have a, just a quick meeting with you? And uh, at this time, I was getting weary because God was shifting something that I didn't know. And we were driving down to San Diego every Sunday. I knew that's where I was supposed to be. So I kept driving down there. We served in the kids ministry at in the eight o'clock service and or excuse me. And we went to eight o'clock and then we served in the 10 o'clock while the 10 o'clock was going on. We were over there serving. Well, in this time, God started to speak to my pastor, too. And when we asked for this meeting, my plan and, I, you know, I'll be transparent with you. My plan was to say, um, we love you, but I'm going to have to find me another church. <laughs> I got to get me one up here closer to me because I'm this is, you know, I feel like I'm not connected to my community. I don't know anybody up there. I, we just live there, but we come to church here and I, I feel like I need to. And I was going to do it in order. You know, there have been people that just leave churches and you just don't even know what happened to them. That, that's, that's not in order. You can't do that. Amen. You got to talk to the man of God and, and get released. Amen. Amen. And so I was going to get released. So I thought. But God already had been speaking to my pastor about me. So when I asked for a meeting, he said, oh, yeah, I know we need to meet. God already told me. I was like, OK, all right. What's going on? <laughs> Amen. I said, well, that's awful cool, God. You put him on, you know, you didn't arrange that meeting for me that quick. Amen. So I go in there and he basically tells me it's time. And I said, time for what? <laughs> he said, you guys are ready. Huh? <laughs> Come on, somebody. So. I'm saying all this to give you some background. You're here and God is using me to speak into your life. I was called to this. And at that time, he said, you guys are ready to go out and start the church. I hadn't even, I had never once talked to him about being a pastor or anything. But God spoke to him about me. 
and my wife. And so I received it. Amen. My wife, she's all crying and everything. And I'm kind of in shock, like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. I wasn't planning for all that. But so why am I saying all this this morning? It's a calling. Oh, man, you ought to be thankful that you got a man of God that's actually called. Come on, somebody. You got a man of God that was called by God and not called by somebody else. Or not called because he didn't have nothing else to do. Amen. Ain't nothing else working. Let me try the church thing. That's not me. Amen. So I was called to this. Now, for the purpose of speaking into your life so that we all can accomplish what we need to accomplish in the earth. So with all that being said, look at your neighbor and say, listen to the priest. All right. I, I wasn't called to explain everything to you. I wasn't called to get your opinion and your take on it. I was called to tell you the truth, speak into your life, speak to stuff you don't even know about yourself yet. Speak into things, you know, call out this champion that's on the inside of you. That's what God has put me here to do. Amen. Now go with me back up to uh, Revelations. We've, We've looked at this, that God released these anointings in the church so that we can fulfill our assignment. This is very important. So you as, as the king, once again, somebody say, I'm a king. I'm a king. All right, you got this thing. You understand this now. You're not afraid to walk in it now. You're going to carry this power that God places in you, and you're going to carry it wherever you go. And you're going to have an anointing of increase on you. And you're going to be filled with expectation. But you're also going to walk in love, and then you're going to let your light shine before men that they would glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And people are going to see you and they're going to see Jesus on the inside of you. And you'll be able to just introduce them to Jesus. Amen. Right there in the marketplace. As a king, you can minister in the marketplace. Amen. And you'll be able to share with people. Yeah, God is good. Now, once again, quick footnote. Do not think that you're supposed to be the one going around beating everybody upside the head with the Bible. That's not anointing. Amen. You, you become a pest. Come on. You, you're not you're pestering people. You're not ministering to them. But when you're operating under the anointing of God, then guess what? God brings people to you. Why? Because of what they see in you, what they see already. Man, you already you're just full of joy and you got all this stuff. People will come. The hurting will come and you have an anointing to introduce them to Jesus. And guess what? They'll be wanted to the kingdom and they'll be coming to church with you. Getting that revelation they need to go out and do what you did. Amen. Amen. It's not it's not hard to run out of chairs in the church. When the people catch revelation of what they're supposed to do. It's not hard. Because all you got to do is go out there and be this big advertisement and people are going to want what you have. Amen. And so we look here in Revelation chapter one, verse five. And Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings. So he cleaned us up. We've touched on this time and time again. He cleaned us up and now gave us a new purpose. He's made us kings. Somebody say, that's me. And priests. Okay, that's me. I'm on that side. Amen. Why? 
unto God and the Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. So this corporate structure of the, uh, of the church, God has laid this out, this order, so that we can fulfill our purpose and we will not be delayed, we will not be denied, we will be able to go forth. As a priest, I'm going to get that vision from God. I'm going to get this instruction from God. And then I'm going to release it without hesitation into the lives of the kings. And you all will go out and get the provision and the body of Christ will be advanced. And we'll, we'll, we'll flourish and we'll prosper and, and thrive in the earth. And I want you to know, the devil doesn't want you to submit to this order. He doesn't want the body of Christ to submit to this order. He does not. He wants people to... Uh, except rebel Christianity. He wants people to do what they feel like doing. He wants people to get their own word from God. He wants people to, you know what, you just don't mind him. You ain't got to, listen, you ain't got to tell him everything. You don't have to be going and getting no advice. You don't need no counseling. Come on. Every priest, the devil say, no, you got this figured out. No, you don't. Listen, as God is speaking to you, he's going to direct you. Receive instruction. Amen. Receive the help I have provided for you. But then now you have to listen. Be a good listener. Because every king needs a priest to speak into their lives. Amen. You cannot change God's order. This is already set. This was set before you even got here. This was already in motion before you ever got here. Every king needs a priest to speak into their lives. To help them step into this victory that God has laid out for us all. Now, I've already told you God's anointed me to do this, and I'm excited about it. And I don't fight it, I don't resist it. But God sent me here this morning specifically to speak to that king on the inside of you. Now, you know, we're going to jack the devil up, church. I'm telling you, we're going to mess him up. And listen, you're going to get victory over stuff that you couldn't get victory over before. I mean, when you receive revelation and this renewing starts to take place in your life and you keep listening, you keep listening and listening to your priest. You're going to start to receive these words. These words that I'm speaking are going to become life and they're going to bring change into you. Some of you right now, God has already spoken to me about this. Some of you right now, you don't even know how powerful you really are. Some of you just don't have any idea of how powerful you really are. But I'm telling you, keep listening. Look at your name and say, keep listening to your priest. Amen. Some of you right now, your confidence is not that high. Come on, somebody, just, we, you know, we're going to be honest, you know, we're going to be honest before God. Some of you just don't feel like you can do all these things and your confidence is not that high and you're a little shy and a little timid. Come on. And, and, and sometimes, you know what, you don't feel like you can just do it all. Sometimes you're having a tough enough struggle with your own life. Come on. And you're not able to see. And, 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 and when I'm talking about this stuff and, and you're kind of like, ah, I feel it. I want to grab it. But I just don't know. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to your priest. Come on. 
I'm speaking to the king that's on the inside of you, amen? I'm speaking to this greatness. Listen, you are not what the devil said. You're not what your past said. Listen, your past don't define you, amen? The bloodline you came out of don't define you. You don't have to be attached to no generational curse. You don't have to act like they did. You don't have to do what they did. You got a new destiny. There's greatness on the inside of you. Oh, and, and, and you don't feel worthy. Come on, church. Well, all oh, this is probably happening because of me. And now you, you, you run around licking your wounds. Come on, somebody. Run around limping, licking your wounds. Come on, looking for somebody to give you a pat on the back. Amen? Not expecting to walk as a conqueror. Not expecting to speak life from your own mouth. Not expecting to step into a situation and demand change. Amen? Amen. That's why God sent me here. Because I already see it. I already see that greatness on the inside of you. I already see it. And so it's up to me. God has anointed me to start talking to it. See, that's why my conversation with some of you will change. Come on, somebody, I'm not just going to keep speaking to you about your circumstances. I'm going to speak to you about the other side of your mountain, amen? I'm going to get you excited about what's on the other side. I'm going to encourage you to keep going because I've already seen something else for you. Oh, don't, don't worry about this thing right here because this ain't going to take you out. As a matter of fact, you're going to press through this fast. The conversation will change because God has called me to see a little bit further than what you can see. God has anointed me to hear what you can't hear. Come on, somebody. Some of you got so much noise on in your head, you can't hear. You can't hear the voice of God. You can't hear the encouragement. You struggle, and you know you should be getting up and going forward, and you know you should have this right mindset, but you struggle with it because you can't hear. You can't hear the angels cheering you on. Come on, somebody. You can't hear the host of heaven cheering you on. Listen, when you get up and you put your feet on the ground, and you start taking a step. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. Amen. They're rejoicing. Talking about he didn't got up. She didn't got up. Victory is inevitable. They're about to walk it out. The devil lost again. Every day you get up. Amen. Angels. The host of heaven. Roaring. Shouting. Another champion is up today. Another champion is walking. The, the, the things that came against them did not prevail. Come on. You have got to catch revelation of this church. Because I know you've been going through some tough times. And, and I know sometimes you feel like you can't make it. Come on. I, I know some of you have even contemplated quitting. Let me just uh, get it. You've contemplated quitting. See, that's what the devil's trying to do. The only way you can lose is if you quit. The only, that's the only way. He's got one way to defeat you, and that's you quitting. That's you saying, Jesus, I give up. I just don't believe this anymore. That's the only way you can lose. And so you have to understand that there's power on the inside of you. There's an overcoming power. Amen. There's an overcoming power. Romans 8.37, you don't have to turn there, but you are more than a conqueror. 
Through him that loved you. Through him that loved you, you are more than a conqueror. Listen, I want you to know today, no matter what your situation is, you got the victory. This thing is laid out for you because God needs to use you mightily in the earth. He wants to use you to make a difference. He wants, you to, use, he wants to use you to win souls into his kingdom. You're not going to walk around here defeated anymore. Amen. Not as a king. Come on, somebody. See, you used to walk with your head hanging low. That's when you didn't know you were a king. <laughs> Come on. That's when you didn't know. Now you know you walk a little bit different. You think a little bit different. Your expectations are a little bit different. You think about life, all these things in a different way. Because, of, listen, and as a result of who you are in God, now you can accept. Now, I'm speaking this under the anointing of God to encourage you, to encourage you to stop playing games with the devil. Come on, oh, come on, man. Stop playing games. Stop slowing down when you're supposed to be speeding up. Come on, stop slowing down when you're supposed to be speeding up. It's time to press. It's time to go forward. If God is on your side, come on. How many of you know right now if God is, well, you know, Pastor, you just don't know all the opposition I'm facing. You just don't know what's going. If God, look at your name and say, if God. God. Now, if God, do you know this morning that God's on your side? I mean, I'm talking about are you convinced now, listen, as a king. I got God on my side. Man, I'm walking through this earth with power and authority. Amen. No matter what comes my way, that thing is defeated. Amen. That thing is defeated. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what they say. They are defeated. I am victorious. I will not be stopped. I will not be hindered. I will not be moved from my position of faith. Romans 8.31, the Bible says, if God be for you, who can be against you? You ought to be like, where they at? Come on, somebody. You know, when, when I was in the world and having all this false confidence, man, I wasn't scared of nobody at all. Where they at? Somebody get to yapping. You know, we used to call it, you know, bumping the gums. That's what we used to say. Amen. And, and they get to yapping about, you know, whoop de whoop this and that. And I'd be like, well, bring it. Where they at? <laughs> Y'all know where I'm at. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I, that, now, that, that's a false confidence. But listen, I had it. I surely, listen, if I had it in the world, I'm definitely not going to lose it in the kingdom. Amen. And listen, if I had that in the world, I'm, don't you dare cross over into the kingdom and start walking around here like a defeated person. When you had all the confidence in the world. When you are in the world, always quick to let somebody know you're in charge. Amen? Now, you can't walk as a king now and be all low and, and don't want to say nothing. And you, you can't do that, not as a king. You have to walk in the earth filled with this power, filled with this purpose, understanding that you are going to win. What, well, well, Pastor, well, what about this? It doesn't matter. Listen, let me tell you something, church. 
You have got to get this revelation. You cannot walk as a king carrying the baggage of your past. You cannot walk as a king apologizing. Come on, somebody. It's time to stop apologizing and just go ahead and repent. Turn away from it and step into the new. Let the past be just that. That's what I did before, but now I'm getting busy about what God has ahead. And as a result, listen, I'm expecting goodness. I'm not just hoping for it. I'm expecting the devil said, well, you don't deserve that. And then you need to tell him, it ain't about me deserving that. It's about what Jesus has done. Sometimes the devil goes and mess with you. You need to ask him, have you thought about what Jesus did for me lately? And he will run from you, amen, because the blood of Jesus has raised up a standard against the enemy. And there's a prevailing power that you have access to that you must now walk in. I'm telling you, don't let anybody. See, some of you right now, some, that's, that's why God sent me to speak life into you, because some of you got other people speaking death into your life and speaking death over you and trying to get you to agree with death. We're breaking that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, we're, we're break, we cancel the plans of the enemy. Some of you got family, you got friends, you got people. All they know to talk is death. And they're trying to get you to agree with their report. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to your priest. Amen. Go to Isaiah. Go to Isaiah chapter 54. Now, I'm excited about this because I, I, I see such potential in you all. And I see that God is doing something wonderful. Isaiah 54 and 17. The Bible says, no weapon that is formed against thee. It doesn't matter, church, what it looks like, who formed it, where it came from. Listen, don't be trying to figure this thing out. Don't try to, well, why is this and where? The, no, you reject it. Say, I don't receive that in the name of Jesus. That is a weapon coming against me. Don't call it anything other than what it is. Amen. Uh, you know, listen, the devil is so, so deceptive in this thing. There will be weapons, fiery darts shot at people. And people will get hit with the dark, boom. And they'll say, I'm just taking that for Jesus. <laughs> and boom, they get hit with another dark. The Lord loves me. <laughs> I'm getting weak, but I had to go through this. I had, after all, Jesus went to the cross for me, so I had to lose everything. I, my health had to go bad. I had to lose all my money. I had to do all this. For what? For what reason? Amen. I ain't got to get beat down to learn no lesson. And neither do you. You don't have to get beat down and have your life just destroyed to understand the goodness of God one day. Don't expect that. Amen. Expect only the best that comes from God. But also expect the enemy to try to stop you. Expect that. Don't be afraid of him, but expect him to try to stop you. But you got to know what this word says. No weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper. None of it. No weapon formed at all will prosper. And every tongue 
I told you they're speaking word curses on you right now. Yes, sir. See, some of you don't even know right now. They're speaking, listen, they're speaking word curses on you. They're talking about you. Right. Oh, he think he all that now. Right. And she will watch him mess up again. Uh-huh. Right. They, they, they're speaking this death on you. Amen. But every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment. The word of God says, you shall condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So what does this mean? It doesn't matter what they say, I still prevail. It doesn't matter what they think, I still prevail. Listen, the, the thing that you have to establish is that it doesn't matter what they think, it matters what you think. It matters what you think. It doesn't matter what they say. It matters what you say. So don't let them change your conversation. Don't let them start to change what you're saying about yourself. Don't let them start questioning or or causing you, I should say, to question yourself. And you don't feel worthy. And you don't feel like you can do it. The other day you felt like taking the land. Today you feel like staying in the house. Come on, somebody. And you cannot allow situations and circumstances to change who you are because this thing is settled. This thing is already established. It doesn't matter what the weapons are, what they look like. They will not prosper against your life. Now, I'm just speaking to the king on the inside of you to encourage you that you can win that you can prevail, that you can change it. Listen, there will be a temptation. Don't yield to it. Don't yield to the temptations of, of the devil. Don't fall for the tricks and the lies of Satan. Don't fall for fear. Don't allow fear to dictate you and, and send you down a path of faithlessness. Don't go for it. Trust God. Know that God is in control. God himself is on the throne, and he has called you to do something great in the earth. But we are going to have to be a people that listen. If any man has ears, let him hear what God is saying. Let him hear. We're going to have to listen. We're going to have to say, you know what? I am not going to sit down here anymore and wallow in my sorrows. I am not going to continue to exist outside of my anointing. I'm not going to continue to live in less than God's best. I'm not going to sit back and wait for everybody else to do it anymore. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to sit back and and just chill out and let everybody else take the land. It's time for me to get up. Come on, somebody. It's time, listen, the prophet Elijah told King Ahab, get up. He had an opportunity. We've studied this. Get up. As a king, you're going to have to get up. As a king, you're going to have to realize that it's time. It's about time for me to rule and reign. Come on, somebody. It's about time for me to step into joy and go ahead and shake this depression that's been trying to get on me. It's about time for me to walk by faith and stop letting this fear hold me back. It's about time for me to start expecting greater things. Amen. It's about time for me to start expecting bigger and bigger. And as a matter of fact, what would you do with me next, God? As a king, it's time for you to get up. It's time for you to rule and reign. 
It's time for you to see yourself the way God has seen you now. I want you to hear this this morning. We know that the devil is a thief. We know that according to John 10, 10, the devil, he is that thief who has come not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And it is time for you to receive revelation of who you are as a king and get up. Look at your name and say, get up. up. It's time for you to get up and take back what the enemy has stolen from you. It is time for you to get up and take back what the enemy has stolen from you. Some of you right now, he's been stealing your money. He's been stealing your wealth. And it's time for you to get up and take it back. Some of you, he's been stealing your health. Come on, somebody. Some of you have been stealing your health. He's been taking it from you slowly but surely. It's time for you to get up. Stop him in his tracks. Take it back. Some of you, he's been working on you, working against you. He's trying to steal everything he can from you, but you're going to have to get up and take back what the enemy has stolen from you. You're going to have to take your wealth back. You're going to have to take your health back. You're going to have to take your family back. You've got to take your marriage back. You've got to take all these things back. Take your peace back. When you have a right to be resting well and sleeping good at your house, take your peace back. Take your peace back. Demand it. Command it. Don't just wait for it to show up one day. That ain't what kings do. Kings are proactive. Kings get it done. Come on, somebody. Kings get it done in the earth. Uh, we, we don't, you know, listen, a king will listen to the priest and go forth and take the land. Amen. And that's what I'm telling you this morning. It's time. How long are you going to let the devil keep taking it? Come on, somebody. How long are you going to keep praying to get through something? How, how many want to just be through with it? Come on. I'm just praying to get through this. How about you just be through with it? I'm done with that. I'm moving on past that. Amen. I'm stepping into something new. I'm stepping into a new victory that God has for me. Now, why am I so excited about this? Because I already see it. You have Jesus on the inside of you. What else do you need? (laughs) You got Jesus. Listen, you know, Jesus is not visiting you. He lives on the inside of you. So what ought that do to your self-confidence? What ought that do to your self-esteem? He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And I want you to know something that we are moving forward with expectation and we are building an army of kings over here at this church. Amen. Listen, I'm not building church goers. Come on. That ain't what I'm building. I'm building kings. Amen. We're building kings up in here that will be confident enough to go forth and take the land. Don't be going out there asking the devil to give it to you. You ever seen a king do that? They come in there in in the Bible stories. You ever seen a king say, "Um, would you mind if we have this land? They come in and they take it by force. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. We have to get forceful with these things. We have to start decreeing and declaring. We have to start demanding what is rightfully ours. This is something we have to do. Now we have the upper hand. We have the advantage, but we have to heed to it. We have to see it. 
We have to be able to speak those things that are not as if they were. We got to be able to call them forth. Send out words of faith. Send them out into the atmosphere. Send them out. What kind of life do you want to live? Matter of fact, what kind of life does God need you to live? Do you know right now God really needs you to be healthy? Come on, how, how are you going to take the land and you can't even walk? Amen. What land are you going to take? Huh? You, you can't take no land. And the enemy knows that. Amen? The enemy knows that. How can you move in this, this level that God wants you to move in the earth as a king, let's say financially, if you can't even pay your own light bill? We have to understand, church, that this is not okay. It's not okay for us to live outside of this. We must grab a hold of it and say, well, this is what you have for me, God. I receive it. Amen. I'm going to do my part now. I'm going to obey you. I'm going to listen as the word is, is going forth. Some of you, I'll preach a message and I will decree and declare and tell you, almost order you to be positive and think positive, speak positive. You'll go home. And start talking all this death. Start running your mouth about death and all the things that are wrong in your life and how bad you feel and all this mess. After your priest already told you to stop saying that stuff. I know what's going on. Don't just be encouraged at church. You think I'm doing this for you to just be encouraged on Sunday and Wednesday? Man. I'm doing this to change your way of being, your way of living, your way of thinking, your outlook. I'm talking about now you start to, oh, glory to God, it's come clear to me now. I can see it now. I see the promised land. I'm starting to recognize it. I'm starting to see things shaping up. That is why I'm here. So as you listen, don't take it just as another message. Take it as life being spoke into your life, Amen. equipping you. Amen. And some of you, man, you're going to be having victory just showing up on Tuesday for no reason. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody. It's Tuesday and just good stuff is happening to you on Tuesday. Amen. I mean to tell you, amen. By the time you get to Friday, you don't have so much good stuff happening. You're just like, I need to rest. <laughs> I've been shouting too much. You, you, you think I'm playing. This is, this is really what's going to start to take place. Why? Because you have a purpose. God needs to use you in the earth. He's got to use you to do what? Fulfill this great commission. We all have our part to play. Let's receive it. Let's let it be on the inside of us. Let's encourage others that God's no respecter of persons. He loves them too. He want to help them too. This is what is contagious. This is what causes the church to grow. You receiving it and walking it out and letting the world see this power that's in you. How many believe that this morning? Amen. Go ahead and give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God.